Welcome to Scholastic Reads, our podcast about books, authors, and the joy and power of reading. I'm your host, Suzanne McCabe, Editor-at-Large at Scholastic. Thank you for joining us. It all started at the very beginning of seventh grade. Hi, we're the Babysitter's Club. Call us if you need us. Bye! What if you could, like, make one phone call and reach a whole bunch of good sitters at the same time? Are you sure this thing actually works? The Etsy shop I bought it from said it's fully operational. Yeah, but it's 25 years old. It's iconic. (gasps) Oh, my God! Good afternoon, Babysitter's Club. Babysitter's Club fans will recognize that clip from the brand new TV series on Netflix. Club president and founder Christy Thomas is joined by her fellow babysitters from Stony Brook Middle School. They include Vice President Claudia Kishi, Secretary Mary Ann Spear, Treasurer Stacy McGill, and Honorary Babysitter Dawn Schaefer. The Netflix adaptation which is based on the beloved book series by Anne M. Martin, is thoroughly modern, despite, perhaps, the vintage landline that the girls use to get their gigs. Today, we'll hear from the young stars of the new show, Sophie Grace, Malia Baker, Mamona Tamata, Shea Rudolph, and Sochi Gomez. They'll answer questions from our Scholastic Kid reporters. First, here is Anne M. Martin, the author of the original book series. I spoke with Anne in 2016 amid celebrations of the 30th anniversary of the series, which began in 1986 with Christie's Great Idea. Tell us how the Babysitter's Club got started. Well, the series was suggested to me by Jean Fywell many, many years ago, 1985. And she had an idea for a four-book miniseries and the title, The Babysitter's Club. So it was up to me to figure out what a babysitter's club might be. And I developed the four original characters, Christy, Claudia, Stacy, and Marianne, and planned to write one book about each of the characters then it just sort of snowballed. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Four books, and it ended with about 250 books, a TV series, and a feature film. Pretty great. What has surprised you the most about the far-reaching influence of the Babysitter's Club? For me, it's the adults that I meet. So many adults now who read the Babysitter's Club books when they were growing up and now are in their 30s, if not approaching 40. And how many of those avid readers, the Babysitter's Club fans, have grown up to be writers, librarians, editors, bloggers, teachers. Um, that's, that's great. That really is extraordinary. And Anne, I wondered in turn what series you may have read as a child that influenced you. I was an avid reader. I read everything, but I did read um, the first the Bobsy Twin books and the Nancy Drew books, and also a series that I liked a lot 
were the books by Carolyn Haywood, the Betsy and Eddie books. Then I also read a lot of other books that maybe could be considered series. I don't know, but I loved the Wizard of Oz books, the Dr. Doolittle books, Mary Poppins, Paddington Bear. And I think pretty much everything I read in turn influenced me as a writer. Which character grew on you the most as you continued with the series and why? Probably Christy. I created Christy first, and so I feel very protective of Mm -hmm. her, and I'm quite fond of her. She's also my alter ego. Christy is the one um, with all the big ideas, and she's very loud and out there, and I'm very shy, and I was definitely more Marianne, but so I think Christy was my favorite one to write about. What sorts of, for lack of a better term, issues did you take on? There were books about divorce, death of a grandparent, and also death of a pet, diabetes, autism. There was a book in which Jesse babysits for a child who's hearing impaired and, and learns American Sign Language. But they, they were important to us to write about. We were trying to create a series that would appeal to a wide range of kids. And, you know, most kids have know a child who has autism or is hearing impaired. And so we wanted the books to be able to speak to a wide range of kids. And how did you come up with ideas? Or Some of them were things that were personally interesting to me. Uh-huh. I had done some work with children who were autistic. I was, for whatever reason, interested in American Sign Language. Sometimes ideas were suggested to us by readers, Marianne and the Memory Garden came about because we'd been hearing from kids who wanted books about two different things. One was a book about the death of a peer, which we thought was interesting. And the other was a book about the hazards of drunk driving. So we combined those ideas into Marianne and the Memory Garden, which is about the death of one of their classmates in a drunk driving accident and how the kids pull pull together and and work it out. I'm sure that is reflective of why it's so popular. It's just this really does seem like such a groundbreaking series in all of the issues it takes on and all of the different types of kids. Wow, that's great. And I'm also interested in the process of writing. I mean, you were an editor at the time that you started this, right? I had been. I had just left my last editorial job and when I started writing The Babysitter's Club. What was that like <laughs> sitting in a room writing this? <laughs> well, I shudder to think. <laughs> of course, I had no idea what it was going to be. And the writing schedule wasn't as hectic in the beginning. So it was it was great. It was great fun. And who knew what it was going to turn into? In fact, I didn't have any particular hopes for it beyond the four books. I think it was maybe more daunting for my parents than it was for me that I was going to quit my job and write uh-huh. full time. They kept my mother kept saying to me, "Well, what do you what do we tell people that you do?" And she gave me a button that read, "I just wander from room to room." Um, <laughs> and it took about a year or two after the first book was published before it really caught on. And then it was just amazing and I did have to adjust my writing schedule because eventually the Babysitter's Club books, and then also the Little Sister books being published at the rate of one a month. And it was clear eventually that I wasn't going to be able to write 24 books a year. But I had to be very disciplined, and that was that was a good lesson for a writer. 
you know, writing to deadlines and being uh-huh. on time and having schedules. Did you start like every morning at the same time or right yeah. at night or what was your um, pattern? I, I've always been an early riser, so mm-hmm. I would get up early and start writing early. And when I was working on so many Babysitter's Club books, I think I tended to write all day. Eventually when I had a more normal schedule, mm-hmm. um, I would still get up early and write in the morning, but uh, the afternoons were reserved for other things, uh, reading galleys or answering mail. When you first started to hear from the fans, that must have been a re- remarkable feeling. It was wonderful. I mean, in the very beginning, I saved all the mail, and then finally it literally became a fire hazard, and I had to figure out <laughs> something else to do with it. But as far as I know, every letter, every letter that had a return address on it over the years has been answered. And now I hear from fans probably more through Facebook. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. That's great. There should be a museum with all the letters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool. And just in terms of what is in the mind of a 13-year-old girl, want to take a stab at that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there are definitely some universal things, mm-hmm. which are probably first and foremost friendship and anything to do with your peers and and also family. Right, and the breaking away from the family or establishing oneself and independence right. really seems huge here. Yes. And Claudia, tell us about Claudia. Claudia was, I guess, the third babysitter that I created. I think I tackled Christy and Marianne first. But there's a little bit of me in Claudia, too. Claudia is um, the artistic one, mm-hmm. and I... Um, Art and needlework and um, card making, those are all important things to me now, and they were when I was a kid. Claudia's fashion sense, I have no idea. I'm no fashion plate myself, but I had great fun going through catalogs and looking at characters on television and seeing what they were wearing and translating that to Claudia. She was just a lot of fun to write about. And the learning disabilities came from my sister, who has dyslexia. Why don't you choose a passage here to read from the first book, Christie's Great Idea, and we'll see the genesis of the series. Okay, this is in um, the beginning of the second chapter in the book when Christie has just had her idea for starting the Babysitter's Club, and she's now sitting down to think about it and make some notes. And then it was time to think about the Babysitter's Club. I smoothed out a fresh piece of paper and started making a list. One, members, me, Marianne, Claudia, who else? Two, advertising, flyers, telephone, newspaper. Three, set up meeting times when clients can call to line up sitters, where to meet. Four, weekly dues for expenses. My idea was that Marianne and Claudia and I would form a club and do babysitting. We would tell people, our clients, that at certain times during the week, we could all be reached at one number. We would hold our meetings during those times. That way, when someone needed a sitter, he or she could make one phone call and reach three different people. One of us would be available for sure. Of course, people could call us individually at other times, but the beauty of the meetings would be the opportunity to reach several babysitters at once. Our clients wouldn't have to go through what mom had just gone through at dinner. We would have to advertise ourselves, I decided. I was hoping Claudia would help us make up some flyers to stick in the mailboxes in our neighborhood. She'd be able to draw something really cute on our ads. I looked at my watch. It was a quarter to nine, 15 more minutes before I was supposed to signal Marianne. 
<laughs> Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. I think it's kind of funny that one of the first gigs is with two dogs. Yes. Uh, could you tell us about that? Tell our listeners about that. Well, they have a little trouble lining up jobs in the very beginning. Not everybody wants a 12-year-old babysitting, and they don't have a reputation in their neighborhood yet. So, one of the first calls that comes in is to sit for two dogs, and they're so desperate that um, Christy agrees to take the job. Did you have pets growing up? I had, yes, but no dogs. Oh, I didn't okay. have my first dog until I was an adult, but we had many, many cats and then a lot of, a lot of smaller pets. What about your babysitting experiences? I would say that what I got most from my babysitting experience was not necessarily specific incidents to include in the book, although there are a couple, but more the idea of what might happen when parents first leave, how the kids react, how to calm a crying child, how to entertain a kid, more general things. It's pretty cool that really that theme is they get to be adults. They get to practice yes. being adults, yep. which is yeah. great. Are you a little surprised at the rates kids are getting these days for babysitting? <laughs> I just I was reading something this morning, not a kid's book, but a fiction, and the mother in the book mentions that they have to shell out $18 an hour for a babysitter. Pretty pricey. It is very, <laughs> truly is. Yeah. Okay, so we're 30 years on the Babysitter's Club, and what are your reflections today? I'm still awed by all of the very loyal and passionate fans who are, um, as I said, approaching 40, but still not only recall the books very fondly, but are now recommending them to their own kids, their their children, their students, and to see what amazing professions everybody has gone into. That's pretty great, considering there was no internet, right, when you started? Right. yes. <laughs> no Instagram. Now, the breakout stars of the new Netflix show, Sophie Grace, Malia Baker, Mamona Tomata, Shay Rudolph, and Sochi Gomez, join our Scholastic Kid Reporters in conversation. My first question is for Sophie. What did you enjoy the most about playing Christy on the Netflix series? That is a really good question. Okay, so my favorite thing about Christy is what like a strong and independent woman she is and how she really was able to uh, show how like you don't really need anyone else, but it's always nice to have your friends and your family around. Thank you. Of course. Okay, so hi. Um, my first question is for Shay. Um, how were you able to adapt the character of Stacy McGill to bring in some of your own personality? Um, well, so the main thing for me, it never really felt like I was acting because these girls truly are my best friends. So it was super natural for me to just bring my own personality into the scene. And I think also being able to relate to Stacey in as many ways as I could possibly find, like maybe if it was the fashion that I could find I related to or like how she cares about her friends so much, just finding those little bits and pieces in her character that I find in myself as well was a really great way to bring myself into the scenes. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, my first question is for Malia. What are some of the ways that the Netflix show differs from the book series by Anne and Martin? Uh, well, the series differs. Uh, it's definitely more contemporary than the book series. Uh, as you can see, we have a bit more diversity than the original books. 
Um, I think that they portrayed Marianne as being a black girl and Dawn as being a Latina girl is so important because representation really does matter. Um, they've made it um, set in this time zone. So we have some cell phones on set. Um, but of course, the iconic Babysitter's Club phone is still there. Uh, we have some new family issues and more relatable topics that I feel that people will be able to adapt more to while watching the series on the screen. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. My first question is for Momona. Um, Momona, what qualities do you admire most about Claudia Kishi, the character you play? I admire so many things about her. Growing up, reading about her was such a big inspiration, but I would say how she's so bold and she will do anything for her friends and for the people she loves. And she kind of like, doesn't really think about it. Like she does think about it, but she'll just do whatever like that needs to be said, which is something that I've always been afraid to do. So it's been an inspiration. Thank you. What was your favorite part about playing Dawn in the new series? Well, you know, there, there's an, and literally in the hate about playing Dawn. Um, I, my favorite thing would probably be that she's so cool, you know, um, and that, uh, well, she's strong. And I, I, I probably wouldn't, I would be a little scared to be as strong as uh, she is. Um, but she definitely speaks her mind and she stands up for, you know, uh, the little, and, you know, she loves kids. So, um, so do I. Um, but kind of it, you know, I, there's, I love everything about her. Yeah, my question is for Momona. What message do you hope young viewers will take from the show? I hope that they get kind of a sense of friendship and like power of friendship and girl power and how almost how our characters kind of go through their own issues and how we solve our problems. And hopefully the audience take that and apply it to their real life because all the all the problems that the girls are facing are very real and relatable. Um, so my second question is for Sochi. What makes the babysitters' friendships with each other so special? Everything, because they're loyal to each other, say, um, and that's really important. They come to rescue and uh, when something goes wrong in, you know, Don and the Impossible Three, that is an example of you know, when they come to rescue when something goes wrong. My question is for Sophie. Could you tell us what it was like to audition for the show? So it was kind of crazy to audition for the show because I just uh, took a recording on my phone in my own bedroom of me just kind of like playing uh, out a scene or two. And I was not expecting it to go anywhere. So a few days later, I was hanging out with my friends at the beach and I came back to reapply some sunscreen and I checked my phone and I got a text from my mom that just said, you're going to LA tomorrow. And I was like, what? So I called her and she was like, I don't know. They want to talk to you about the babysitter's club. And then we, uh, we were all in a room together. There was a whole bunch of girls and actually the five of us kind of gravitated towards each other and we all ended up hanging out in our snack breaks. And I'm really happy that this is who the cast was because these girls are who I clicked with. Thank you. Of course. My second question is for Malia. Which character did you identify the most when you read the books and why? I identified the most with Marianne because I am a shy person deep down. Of course, I'm able to overcome that while I'm acting or doing my job. But looking and reading about her while growing up, being the shy person, but coming out of her shell, it was really inspiring. And I do admit I can be Christy, Christy at times because I am bossy. Sometimes I admit to that. 
but I definitely think Marianne is the one I gravitated towards the most. Thank you. Of course. My question is for Shay, and my question is, why is it so important for the babysitters to have a sense of humor and to laugh? Um, you know, I think it's important in general to have some light during some dark times. And these girls' friendships are so important because they're there for each other through absolutely everything. And it's really important to have friends that you trust that much, that you can tell all of your problems to, and that you know they'll be there to support you. And sometimes when things get really heavy, maybe if it's family issues or some personal drama going on at school, it's important to know that you always have those people that you can come to that will cheer you up, make you laugh a little. So I think this is a really great um, representation of that and just having some light and some really close friendships. Thanks so much again to Ann M. Martin and the Babysitter's Club cast members for sharing their stories. And thank you for listening. To learn more about the books and the new Netflix series, check the show notes or go to scholastic.com slash podcast. Special thanks to producer Bridget Benjamin, associate producer Mackenzie Cutrazula, sound engineer Daniel Jordan, and music composer Lucas Elliott Eberl. I'm Suzanne McCabe. We look forward to sharing more Scholastic Reads next time. 